0: Thank you for joining us on Belief Busters Podcast. We have created a new series where we discuss the beliefs people have about God, religion, spirituality, divinity, and intuition. This space is created for you to hear what folks think God is, how their perceptions may have changed, what works for them today, or what no longer serves them consider this a sacred conversation, affirming that there are multiple paths for people to have a connection to what they call God or source or allness, principle, love. It doesn't matter what we call God. God is. The beliefs that individuals share on this program does not necessarily reflect my personal beliefs, but I do believe, that whatever the journey is whatever the purpose of the journey to connect to the allness of the universe that the individual takes is sacred and worthy and so i invite you to join in this conversation on belief busters all right well welcome today we have Yashika lind and she is I think a soul sister I think we've made that kind of connection so I'm real excited to have her today on this podcast she's about restoring a connection to self intellect intuition and really to help us get back to aligning with source her mission is to support people in finding their purpose and listening to one's intuition Yashika is really busy she's got a blog she's got a podcast she coaches and she's found time somehow or other to write several books. So this busy lady took some time out to be with us today. So I'm really grateful and you can find her at yashikaintuition.com. So what are we going to talk about today? I've invited her to talk about one of our favorite topics, which is intuition. Um, So we're going to look at what is intuition, how it serves, what it looks like when we've blocked it, and I know some of you have, and how do we connect with our real voice. So, Yashika, really
1: welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, and I'm thankful that you're having me on your show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's great. I think the more that we collaborate and find that there are other people that are doing similar work and how we can work with each other and you know parallel off and circle back in mm-hmm. and I just find like for me it's like there's this energy and collaboration that just goes off the chart and so I want to do that I, I feel like that's um, part of my mission as well
1: yeah And I think you're doing a great job. I've listened to some of your past episodes, especially the most recent ones with everything that's going on in society right now. And I think you're doing a great job.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Yashika. Mm -hmm. So first question, what is intuition?
1: Intuition. So we all call it probably different things. Some of us may call it a hunch, or conscience or a coincidence or a gut feeling. But what I like to say is that it's just that little voice that is inside of us. It's something that we feel in our heart, in our soul, and it gives us information. And it's information that's not rational information. It's information that you can't go and look up in a book, Mm -hmm. but it's information that you just know is right just because you know it's right. So that's what I think it is, your inner gut, your inner angel. Yes.
0: And have you always had that or was that something that you developed?
1: (laughs) Oh, so I think we all always have it, right? But I Mm -hmm. think as we probably progress in this conversation, what we'll find is that through a lot of different things that we experience in life and encounter in life, that voice gets more quiet and more quiet and more quiet. Or we find that it's not valued as much as that logical, rational information that we can go and look up in a book. And so we lose that connection to the voice. Mm -hmm. So for me, through a series of events, it was getting back to that voice and knowing that voice. And then learning how to honor that voice and trust that voice to help it guide me. It took a while. It took years. And I still, today, it's still a work in progress. It's Mm -hmm. not something that definitely came natural to me due to the conditioning and the way I'm wired and just the things that I've been through.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. I I think I, I came into the world very um, in tuned and intuitive. And Mm -hmm. I remember Um, like family members saying, oh, you can't say things like that, you know, oh, Mm -hmm. um, no, that's, that's not correct, you know, so I remember early, I could see spirits, and I could, um, I was having conversations, and it freaked them out, you know, and I remember, like, there was this shutting down. And it took me years, Mm -hmm. I mean, lots of years to finally uh, pay attention again to that right inner voice and that inner knowing Um, so if you you may have started off like that with like I did so what was your conditioning about your intuition growing up
1: I think in my family and my upbringing education is very heavily pushed so it's always what can you read? What can you look up? What can you go find in the book? Where are you seeing evidence or proof of what it is that you were believing? That type of thing. So maybe a very logical, scientific way of looking at things in conjunction with um, religion. I'm I'm not here to say religion is good or bad, but one thing that I learned from my experience in religion is that it's always. Um, God, give it to God or trust God or God is talking to you and so you learn how to even separate that voice from what God gave you, that inner wisdom that you already have from his energy and I think that even that confused me a little bit more to where I never felt like the answers were inside of me. It was always from some place or some source outside
0: of myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we were in the same household, you know, it was (laughs) education, education, education. Um, I grew up as a Catholic school kid, you know, so it was like, (laughs) lots of rules and regs about um, spirit and God, you know, it was like, that was source and anything else was of evil if mm-hmm. such a thing exists right um, so I relate a lot with just how religion somehow stifles the truth of who and what we are you know and I like mm-hmm. to say that religion is mansplaining you know the patriarchal society you know they tried to explain God in the best way that their consciousness was able to and unfortunately, it came out with very much um, a father and hierarchy and here's the rules and regs and thou shalt not. Right. And we, and we lose, I mean, we lose that, that feminine divinity that we have of like consensus, of intuition, of energy. Um, so how did you start your process back into owning your truth?
1: To be honest, it was totally coincidental at that moment. I'm speaking from that moment, not from now, that I know better. But um, I had went through a divorce, an unexpected divorce. And in that divorce, I chose to walk away from everything because I didn't want to be financially tied to something that my husband had supported for so long. Mm -hmm. So I had to start all over from the ground up. So I find myself in a studio apartment, on a air mattress, cable hadn't been hooked up, so I don't have time for any distraction, right? You're just in there with yourself, with your thoughts. And one of the things that I decided in that moment when I was so low was that I had built my life on so many things that I thought mattered. And just in the blink of an eye, it felt like it was all gone. And I was going to rebuild my life with more purpose and more truth. And in doing that, I was going to rediscover who I was and start from that space and just be open to whatever came up and try whatever came up, even if I didn't know where it would take me or not. And so that was where my journey kind of started. And as soon as I started to open up to that space, it was very interesting. There was a voice that said, get a tarot reading. And if you've grown up, you know. I I didn't even know what that was. So I'm like, what the heck is a tarot reading? I had never heard of it, never been exposed to it on TV anywhere. And so I actually had to go look up in a phone book. People may not know what that is anymore. (laughs) But I had to look it up, Right, yeah, I had to see what what is this, and so my first option was like the little seedy place on the corner that, of course, nobody is attracted to. It gives you bad vibes. Right. But then I happened to drive by a place in my new neighborhood, and I looked it up, and I happened to hook up with a woman named Rose, and I went and got the reading from Rose. And she really shifted from the time I walked in her door to an hour later leaving her showing me how my life was in my hands. I had the power to create the life that I wanted. And in doing that, all I had to do was give back to myself, think about who I was, who I wanted to be, why I wanted to be that person. And once I had clarity on that, I had what I needed to start to move forward. So that was the beginning mm-hmm. of a long journey mm-hmm. that I'm still living today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Now I get it. Yeah. Um, I I don't think that we're ever done until like where our life is over. You know, it, it is mm-hmm. a process that we just continue evolving, doing the work that we're doing. So I I mm-hmm. love that you say you know you're you're still in it. Um, still. you're still in it, people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every day. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, why do you think we need this intuition? What's its purpose?
1: I think that we need it because it's a part of us. I don't think God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, makes a mistake. And I think that everything serves a purpose in our life. So, if something exists, in this lifetime in our experience then i think it's worth at least exploring why it's there so that's one reason Mm -hmm. um and i think that what it does again is allow you to live a life where you're not fighting against the current. you have a purpose in life you have things that you were put on this earth to do we all have a unique footprint to leave in this life to make it a better place. And I feel like our intuition is what helps get us there easier, more efficiently, with less heartache and less pain. And I think the sooner that we can learn how to listen to that voice is the sooner that we stop struggling and the sooner that we start to live life in flow and live life on purpose and live life authentically. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. When I work with
0: clients, one of the first things that I talk about, that's that inner voice, you know, to start listening to that. The first thing that comes up is the inner critic, that that's what they hear. And they think that that's their intuition. Speak to that girlfriend.
1: No, 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 no. So (laughs) when I am working with clients, this is what I always say. God does not want you to... Put yourself in harm's way, talk bad about yourself, um, bring negativity into your life, any of those things. So if you start to hear things like your inner critic come up, or if you start to hear things that come up that cause you fear and anxiety when you know that you're safe, like physically safe, then it is probably coming from you where you want to separate that and where you are able to distinguish that from your intuition is usually your intuition is subtle. Usually it's like a gentle guider. It's not going to make you feel anxious or fearful, but what it does do is cause you to challenge yourself to grow, to evolve and to get out of your comfort zone. So those things may feel scary, but in truth, those things are not inherently causing you fear or danger. So I I like to separate the two by that criteria.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's powerful. And it's very clear. Um, Why do you think we go through this process of being just afraid of that inner guidance, that intuition, we do a lot of blocking of it in general, I mean, it just seems like humanity, you know, where we are right now in consciousness, there's An awakening happening which I'm super excited about Um, but we've spent a lot of time blocking our intuition why do you think that is
1: I think because we we get ourselves into mess we get ourselves into mess and that could be on purpose or not on purpose right and then when our intuition comes up it's going to tell us to do some things that are going to cause us to make some brave decisions If we're in a relationship that we shouldn't be in, your intuition is not going to tell you to continue to work out something Mm -hmm. that may be very toxic Mm -hmm. for you when your intuition may say you need to leave. And that's hard for humans with feelings, emotions, baggage and limiting beliefs to be brave enough to just step out on a limb and move in a direction that is against all we ever known or what we may be attached to. And I think that that's how we get ourselves into trouble. And then the other way is, again, it's not valued. You can't go and have a conversation with your friend or your husband and tell them that you're making a decision in life just because you feel it's the right thing to do when people don't understand that. And so I think that, again, as as society shifts, we will probably get back to it, but right now it's not valued. And also we just, don't want to do it, do what our intuition tells us to do.
0: Yeah, it is scary to to step out in our power for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's still scary when you feel like you're empowered stepping out in new ways, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think because of the indoctrination that we go through our childhood, the education system, our culture, you know, it's about obeying the rules and staying with the flock, you know, it's like, don't step out, don't step above don't, you know, just stay with the flow here, stay with the flock. Mm -hmm. Um, And our intuition is absolutely not about the flock. Our intuition is about living our life to the fullest. um, With purpose with integrity with authenticity. Um, And stepping into that in a new way can be really, really frightening. So what do you, what tips should we suggest to help people to start that reconnecting? Let's go there. Let's start with reconnecting to one's intuition.
1: I think that if someone wants to connect to their intuition, again, first you just make the decision that you're going to do it. Um, Secondly, you do have to, I think in a noisy world, take some time to disconnect from the noise. It doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It doesn't have to be anything special, but if you can just even get away from books, radio, TV people, and just put yourself in a position where you are just letting information come in and you receive, I think that you open the door up to that connection. And I also think that if you start to ask questions about maybe who you are now versus the person that you dream about that you would never tell anybody that you want to be, and you start to think about why you want to be that person, I think that in that quiet space, the answers will even come to you from there, the answers to the questions will come. And from there, the guidance will come and it'll be up to you to not only continue to make the quiet space to connect to that, Mm -hmm. but then to also continue to ask the questions and be ready to act on what you receive.
0: No, I hear you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
1: one of the things that you brought up,
0: which I think is, is really important, is the intuition in being in relationship with others um yeah you know it's i remember part of when you shared about your divorce my first marriage my divorce was what um brought this whole catalyst for me as well you know Mm -hmm. um and so you know part of what i encourage people to do is make peace with situations that you think are the worst things that could possibly happen to you because that that is the catalyst for profound change and shifting and transformation. Um, Amen. Yeah. So <laughs> when you when you talk about your intuition in relationship now, how does that? How does that out picture? I mean, you're with your husband, I saw your, your um, podcast, you guys are got some really good vibe and energy together. How does that out picture intuition with your relationships?
1: So, of course, hindsight is twenty twenty. but as I really started to work on myself and, like I said, start to make the connection to who I was truthfully, honestly, the person that I had never told anybody I wanted to be and, and why I wanted to be that person, I started to make the steps necessary to close the gap between where I was and who I wanted to be. And as I started to close the gap between that space, I learned a lot of things about loving unconditionally, loving myself. Um, I learned a lot about my values, what I stood for, and it helped me to become a better person. And so, I'm becoming a better person. I was able to attract a better person. And my intuition was able to say, okay, tell me, okay, you've done the work, here's somebody and now you can show up together and continue to build great things together. But I think that as, I, think that before I wouldn't have been able to see it because we are conditioned to stick it through, to yes. fight for your marriage, that is hard. All of the things that I now see was not true because as long as I'm in flow and I'm in touch with myself, I can show up authentically for him and our relationship moves easier and moves in flow, just from me maintaining that connection to myself. Yeah. And that's, that's where the power is. You know, we've been
0: conditioned for so long to think that if we honor our intuition, honor our truth, somehow we've betrayed something, someone, God, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And how could we and like, we think that our life is completely over and we'll never have joy or happiness again. And it's in that right, it's that's the myth. That's the myth and the hook that keeps us from honoring ourselves and our intuition.
1: It's like we, when you come out of the other side, like we've talked about, you find out that you were settling. Because you were connected to something that wasn't even what you wanted. It was something that you have been told that you wanted. And if you had an 8 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10, girl, that's good enough because ain't nobody out here a 10 out of 10. <laughs> but I promise you, and you probably can attest to this, when you get yourself right and you are able to show up in life authentically, truthfully, and in touch with who you are, you attract a quality person in your life and from there love just gets better it gets real it is easy it's yes. in slow it's all of the things that you see in the fairy tale yes. you can have it you can have it yes. i'm so happy right now i'm so glad i had to hit rock bottom i was embarrassed when i got divorced i'm so glad it all fell apart because if i had known what I was going to have just by going through all of this, I I would have, I would have not suffered. I would have not cried a tear. I would have happily just walked away. It's it's so much better now on the other side.
0: Preach it sister. That's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. I can relate
1: to that very much. Uh
0: Um, One last question before I I ask you about how people can get in contact with you and what you do. Mm -hmm. So we started at the intuition and finding our intuition from kind of the chaos and and awakening, right? What Mm -hmm. about when you believe you're awakened? And now, it's like, well, aren't I in touch with my intuition, but you've kind of plateaued? How do you now Mm -hmm. jumpstart that again, because intuition gets us so far, we follow that and then there's, there's almost now another, another level that we get so complacent in here that we forget that we're
1: continuing this evolution? Well, I think the first part of it is that the key is you can't get complacent. You are a person that's put on this earth to constantly grow and constantly evolve. So the things that have got you to a certain point, that's not where you stop. You continue to challenge yourself to grow and if it's not in your own personal development it may be time for you to start tapping into other people however that looks for you to help with growth development support activism all of those sorts of things um i also think that you should always be stretching yourself. And I'm not of that mode that we have to hustle and we have to just go and just act, act, act mm-hmm. massive action. But I do think that just like a beginner should be looking at themselves and saying, who am I right now and where do I want to be? That never gets old. So checking and adjusting every year, every birthday, whatever it be, who am I? Who do I want to be? And see if there's any gap that exists, because in that gap, then you have the space to start to think about, well, how can I start to ask the questions I need to ask to level up? And how can I start to think about the things, the activities, the learning, the growth, the spiritual development I need to do to move into that space? It's an evolution that never stops.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I really see that where we are right now, we're on the precipice. I keep saying this, we're on the precipice of great transformation and great change. You know, I believe
1: that too. Yeah.
0: And so working on our intuition and really going within and checking our values and looking at beliefs, and do we really still believe that, you know, I think just giving people permission to like, go within check and allow ourselves to, to shift and change and say oh that ideology it worked back then it was okay but today no i my ideology ideology has changed and that's Correct. acceptable
1: it is think about how many times even on our spiritual path have how, how we believe something a year ago, a few years ago, and how we look back at what we used to believe and my, how much we've grown from that space. It's always growth and it's always evolution and it's always seeing who you are and seeing where you want to be and and looking at, like you said, what works for you and what doesn't and and growing and moving and evolving from that space. Yeah. Beautiful. Anything
0: else you want to share or that we've forgotten that we didn't touch on that you want to like hit us up with and then tell us? No. Really? No, covered I
1: think, it all? Yeah, it was good. It I like was a it. Good conversation. Fun, fun yes. too. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I think it'll also be powerful that you and I have had very similar experiences and how that was the catalyst for the growth that we are experiencing today and continue to experience and now share with other people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So what is it that you really do and how can people help you, support you, or how can you support them, and how can they connect with you?
1: So I am a personal mastery coach, and what that means is you you hear me talk a lot about the spiritual component of life, but I also believe that you do have to have some intelligence and some practicality behind that spirituality. So I help women marry the two together so that they become who they really want to be, After they discard the limiting beliefs and after they discard all the other things that hold them back and take those two things, move forward to create the life that they really want to create. Um, You can find me at yeshikasintuition.com. And I know we had discussed earlier, but I also have a free class for you guys that are maybe wanting to tap into your intuition or have lost your way with your intuition. And you can find that free class at yashikasintuition.com forward slash intuition class.
0: Awesome. Thank you. For my listeners, please reach out to Yashika. check out the website, see if that vibe works for you. Check out the free class. I might do that. And um, I'll see you next time on Belief Busters. Once again, thank you for listening to us here on Belief Busters podcast. If you are enjoying these conversations about challenging our belief systems and ways that we can go about transforming outdated beliefs, then I invite you to follow us or subscribe to us or even give us a positive review on wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to have a conversation with Reverend Cherie, you can reach her at info at To continue on this journey of evolution of consciousness, You can also choose to get my book, which is entitled, Turning Your Why Into Why Not. You can find it at Amazon or any other book sellers. This gives you practical tools to do the work of transformation on your own. I look forward to seeing you next time on the flip side.